Good afternoon and welcome to the first in a series of special Amundi podcasts. This podcast is for professional clients. It is not investment advice or an offer to buy or sell securities. In this first special podcast, we are looking at environmental, social and governance, so-called ESG investing, how we believe it is holding up and how viable in our view a choice it is in the longer term. Are investors still drawn to ESG funds? Living through almost eight months and counting of pandemic-induced restrictions must seem like an eternity to most of us. However, in investment terms, this is not a long period. With millions of jobs under threat and GDP falling sharply across the globe, it seems no country is immune and maybe one might be forgiven for thinking that corporate ethics are not high on investors' priority lists right now. In fact, we believe that nothing could be further from the truth. Research has shown that investment funds chosen for their environmental, social and governance ESG credentials have actually done better than their traditional counterparts since the world went into lockdown earlier this year. At the beginning of 2020, the S&P energy sector, which includes oil and gas companies and similar polluters, accounted for around 12.5% of the value of the whole index. Today, that is just 7.5%. The 26 companies in the S&P Energy Index have lost half their value this year. In your view, how have ESG funds performed versus their more traditional counterparts? Amundi's analysis of exchange-traded funds in the US actually shows that investors have flocked towards ESG funds rather than away from them. In fact, ESG funds have grown by around 1.28%, a full 1% more than their conventional rivals have. And that's not all. Most ESG funds have also delivered greater returns than their counterparts. Even in March, when investors scrambled to sell their positions, ESG funds withstood much of the damage. The MSCI World Index, which monitors large and medium-sized equities around the developed world, shed a massive 14.5% of its value. But at the same time, 62% of large-cap ESG funds outperformed the average. Surely this runs counter to the narrative. In times of crisis, aren't we supposed to concentrate on the tried and tested? Not necessarily. In the current climate, ethical issues are becoming ever more essential. Before the crisis, most of the emphasis in ESG was on E for environmental, things like the Paris Climate Accord, but now we're seeing a growing emphasis on the S for social. It appears that there is growing emphasis on the social factor as a growing number of data are clearly showing that the weak and poorest populations are impacted the most by the COVID-19 pandemic. Crucially, ESG investing doesn't just target climate emergencies. Other important social issues such as inequalities, diversity and social justice are also factored into sustainable investing decisions. Indeed, the pandemic has raised many questions that may not have been considered before. For example, in the event of an entire country being in lockdown, how do companies and corporations treat their staff? What's their policy on sick leave, social distancing, even quarantine? All of a sudden, there are all these new angles and elements for investors to consider, a new prism through which to view corporate performance, so much more than simple figures and numbers. But this is no one-off event. The robustness of environmentally friendly stocks long predates COVID-19. Research firm Morningstar, which analysed nearly 5,000 European funds between 2010 and 2019, found that 59% of sustainable funds that survived the period 
outperformed their traditional counterparts. Between September 2011 and April 2020, the FTSE's dedicated index of climate-conscious companies outperformed its main global index by 3.7%. ESG funds proved particularly resilient during the COVID-19 crisis. In a recent paper entitled Monday Day After, investment flows in 1,662 ETFs listed on the US market were analyzed. Cumulative flows into ESG ETFs have continued to increase throughout the COVID crisis period, while massive sales occurred after the initial phase of the Italian lockdown in traditional equity ETFs. One of the reasons for the resilience of ESG funds' flows seems that investors might have perceived ESG as pandemic-proof funds. By construction, ESG funds tend to overweight sectors that have weathered the crisis better, such as healthcare and tech, and to underweight those that have been most impacted, such as transport, energy and materials, to name but a few. Could this be a long-term trend or simply the reaction to a crisis? Of course, ESG investment is no guarantee of success. Within every industry, green or otherwise, there will always be winners and losers. However, we believe that an ESG approach with its strict principles and rigorous rules-based approach to stock selection could be well-equipped for the current uncertainty, and we are convinced that ESG has a positive impact on long-term financial performance. Finally, what is the most important lesson that you think investors should take on board? It's this. We believe that no one person or entity can halt the climate emergency single-handedly or control how technology is redefining our lives or manage shifting geopolitical landscapes. But together, we are greater than the sum of our parts. Together, we can make a difference through ESG investing. Thank you for listening to the Amundi Weekly Market Update. We'll be back next Monday for our weekly market podcast. This material is provided to professional clients only, including financial intermediaries, and is not intended for the public. This material is for information purposes only, is not a recommendation, financial analysis, or advice, and does not constitute a solicitation, invitation, or offer to purchase or sell any security or services. This document is issued by Amundi unless otherwise stated. All views expressed are those of Amundi as of the date of publication. These views are subject to change at any time without notice based on market and other conditions, and there can be no assurances that countries, markets, or sectors will perform as expected. Amundi accepts no liability whatsoever, whether direct or indirect, that may arise from the use of information contained in this material. Amundi can in no way be held responsible for any decision or investment made on the basis of information contained in this material.